0: This is The Takeaway. So what do you carry from the Iraq War 10 years on? Here's Lewis in Boston. On the 10th anniversary of the invasion of Iraq,
1: I'm trying to figure out what these leaders and those people who sent these young men and women to die for a cause that no one has yet been able to explain.
0: Feel about the death of so many young Americans. For a long time, I've wondered why in the world we have to be policemen of the whole world and go around and resolve everyone else's problems except our own right here in the United States. It makes no sense at all when we have problems of our own. Frustration there in the voice of Chuck in Denton, Texas. Another member of the Takeaway community in the Dallas area hearing us on KERA had some thoughts on our interview. With an iraqi translator on yesterday's program i'm a veteran of the iraq war and let me just say that the interpreters probably had the most difficult job of anyone in the war because a lot of those interpreters who who are not u.s interpreters had to live and go home and be with their families and then come back and work with u.s forces and then try to juggle their safety their family safety and then try to make it work for the U.S. objectives as well. What is the feeling in Iraq as the decade milestone passes since the U.S. invasion? Correspondent Hugh Sykes has spent the last 10 years reporting for the BBC on life inside that country. He returned to hear from those Iraqis still caught up in the war and the insecurity that lingers everywhere. We don't feel safe. Maybe American call me, maybe Iraqi people call me, maybe something come from the
1: sky. <laughs> maybe call me, I know. This is Adnan Al Duri. In 2006, I met him by chance. He was pacing up and down, chain smoking, and looking deeply preoccupied. Something had come from the sky a bullet. It went through the neck of his 10 year old son, Mohammed. My, my son, my son now is not moved. 10 years old. So your son was shot in the neck and now he's paralysed from the chest down? Yeah. Where was he when he was shot? In my home, garden of my home. Who would shoot a child? I don't know who make bombs, who make uh, the terrorist. Yeah, really, we don't know. What's the reason? There's no bright ending to this. Two years later, Adnan had a heart attack and died. I had no telephone number for Adnan's family, who now live up in the north, so I went back to his old office in Baghdad to find colleagues who remembered him and his son. Adnan died? Yes. Do you think it was connected with Mohammed's... Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe for sure. And Adnan's son, Mohammed, five years after the bullet came from the sky, his father's former colleagues tell me he can still only move his head and his hands. American army killed my family, seven from my family. And that's one of Adnan's former colleagues, Mayada Mohammed Amin, suddenly telling me During a battle between insurgents and American troops in South Baghdad, a shell from an American tank hit the car that my family were travelling in when they were out shopping and set it on fire. It killed my mother, my brother, his wife, two of their children and a niece. Only one daughter survived. You said the Americans. Yes. And you're still angry. Yes. Everybody asks this question... Would Iraq have been better without the change? And her reply to that question is, I don't care about Saddam, I care about my family. Without the invasion, I wouldn't have lost my family. It might be better for other Iraqis
0: now, but for me, it isn't. The BBC's Hugh Sykes from Iraq all this week on The Takeaway.